Ladies, Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen we're we back. are back. We're live for another episode of Good Morning Bushwick. Yeah, you already know where the fuck we are. We're here, two nineteen Central Avenue. Yes, at uh, First Live Studios. And as some of you who've known us for a while, you can see our new position, or should I say, I told Danny we I went will. around full circle because this looks eerily similar to this. The looks, <laughs> I, I, I said it. We're giving some of the, the the original viewers like this is nice, like rehashing. This is like the. I mean, what's the earliest one of these like movie series has been rebooted? Like, I feel like we're, now everybody's like, the wow. earliest ones. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, like they're like the quickest. Like it's been like one year, two years in between. Like, like nope, we're not doing it anymore. We're going back to stage <laughs> one, back to chapter one, guys. We're gonna restart this all over. You know how they do that. Now, but this set, uh, you know, every time I see this set, this backdrop right here reminds oh, me man. of. The good old days. The good old days, man. The uh, <laughs> the original run. Um, That's when we had the PTZ up there, and we was yeah, we had blue the, steel. When we had the blue steel, man. We had, yo, we haven't busted blue steel in a minute, man. It's been a long. Uh, by the end of the show, we'll give we'll give a blue steel. We, we can't say a, when though. We have to, but there's no. We have to. But I guess we got blue steel here. We got blue steel. We here. could blue. I mean, yeah, yeah, we'll blue steel we that one. Away and then we have to but we got to do it sporadically throughout the show, so that they they gotta wait for it. Yeah, man. We can't just give away blue steel. As soon as we start this shit. No, no, no. Just uh, that, uh, you know, you're going to get some oldies here. Uh, so uh, how, was, how was your week? How, how's your week, man? Uh, it's productive. Productive? Productive. That's very good. I Mine's, will say that. I'm actually, as well. I'm actually, uh, you know, when I heard the news about Broadway, I knew that you were going to be like in the shit. Yo, you know what it is, man? Um, might as well jump right into that, man. Uh you know what it is before the uh the Broadway League made the announcement and they're the uh you know base essentially the controlling body of Broadway. Um before they made their announcement, uh at about twelve thirty at night we got the information in the group chat uh from a very reputable source. Even before like the daily news, the post So was before with it, it came out in the media before it was public, we yeah. got it from a reputable media source that we grew up with. Um Oh, that group chat. I thought you had like a Broadway group no, chat. No, 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 no. So we're talking about Broadway our guy. Chat. We're talking about our guy. He sent it to me, and he tells us all the time. He sees this stuff going on, and he knows how interconnected it all is to each other economically and to the economy. And he, you know, he said when he sent it to the group chat the other day, the hotel's closing. Like, these are like all this stuff triggers a downward spiral. Honestly, and you know. But seeing that it's closed, man, through the end of May, essentially till June at the earliest. The earliest shows would be, I mean, looking at a calendar, they said they're closed through May 31st. So I guess that Monday when it comes around, however that runs around, or that Tuesday. If they, and that's if they keep with their traditional Tuesday through Sunday schedule. Who knows if they have staggered performances, more shows being forced to close, if you're going to run your regular six-day, eight-show performance schedule. So, all right, from what I've gathered about like unemployment and shit like that. It's supposed to end December 27th. Like the extension, I think it, the initial thing was what, 26 weeks or some shit like that. Then they give you an additional 20 weeks, which is supposed to end at the end of December. So did they give you any insight as to what's going to happen between that point and June? No one said anything. Um, honestly, my biggest, my biggest thing is like life-wise right now. It's like, you know me, I'm, I won't say well off, but um Saved money. I have money to. I've given my mother. You're you know, financially responsible. I'm. Fi I'm financially. I'm. I won't say responsible, but responsible enough. Savvy. Re responsible enough. 
responsible enough. I do still sometimes splurge. You know, my biggest, you know, that I spend on is my marijuana consumption. And it's crazy. I tell people. <laughs> it's fucked up. I tell people. That's like the only thing I spend oh, cash shit. on anymore these days. That or if I'm ordering takeout. If not, everything's on my card at a restaurant online. It's really the only thing I withdraw cash yeah, for anymore. But, you know, especially and with this pandemic, everybody's switched to, you know, I was getting groceries delivered from Amazon. Yeah, like, nah, but I had have, I have made that switch even long before that while I was at work, you know, just, you know. Um, I wouldn't keep much cash with me. I had a few instances where I lost cash, dropped cash that I didn't realize was in my pocket. And I was just like, you know what, after this, everything's in the wallet. And if I don't need if I can on my card, so even then, I can just pull it up. I know what I spent on shit like that. So um but like I said, I'm financially responsible enough. Um it just getting the information when it, when we did, like I said, I was already drinking. Um when I saw it and then like I you know me, I love my job. I like my job enough. Um, you do know I tell you there are days. You you knew there were days where I had really bad days there. But nowhere like my worst day there was like some of my better days working all the security jobs I've had. <laughs> Listen, the other jobs that you had it like I had to get physical, man. Like I had to actually knuckle up with people and shit, man. So it was it I wasn't couldn't even fun imagine dragging going to work people and out of bars, bro. And then even like like, towards the end of it, man, like, when I came back from hurting my back, like, when I was uh, working the college bars, that shit was so loud, man. I remember one time, and there was a fight broke out next to me, and it's so loud, I couldn't hear the bartender yelling in my like my ear, like, yo, I'm standing like, oh, shit, like, and I have to dive onto a pile on a slippery, like, alcohol-soaked floor and shit. You never had to toss anybody out from a theater, though, right? Um, I've had to walk people out. I've never had to physically, physically hem them up. go, you know. Never it's had a to different do that. crowd though. It's like usually that's more uh, touristy, right? It's more touristy, more the affluent crowd. Um, a lot of groups. How often do you see New Yorkers going to see? A lot, a lot. Um, there's only certain shows where you'll rarely see New Yorkers. Um, and I won't say rarely, but I'll say the, I'll say the the Disney shows, Aladdin, Lion King, uh, Frozen. When Those it was open. have more whatever locals? they have. They no, they have more tourists because I mean they're Disney. Yeah. Uh, bigger shows like that, uh, shows that have run for, excuse me, shows that have run for a while or shows that are, are like limited runs, like uh, Springsteen. That was a limited run. Um, shows that are really limited runs or shows that have been Phantom of the Opera, you see a lot of tourists. Um, what else could I say? You like? We, we, are those shows licensed to the theaters, or does the person that runs the production rent the theater out for X the amount of time? The, the production teams rent the theaters out for like a set amount of times. And there's all sorts of clauses and shit they have to meet. Like some of them pay their rent out in advance to not have to worry about if they're not selling tickets mm -hmm. and then the theater organization gets to make the call. Like there's so many clauses and shit that go into it. Like it, it's crazy and I don't even understand it all sometimes. Like it's So like, like those off Broadway, I remember I was walking down, I forgot what street it was, but I saw like this parody of game of thrones that was like right off of i think it was broadway <clears throat> and it looked like some rinky dink shit that somebody just rented the theater out and and just they basically do that. they do that sometimes they call, those are called off broadway shows um some of them are good some of them go from off broadway to uh to to broadway um or some shows are so good that they've been you know even after running for as long as they did like jersey boys avenue q um, the show my brother when he was working when he started uh, the play that goes wrong. Mm. Some of those shows are so good on Broadway, and they're still bringing in such a decent enough crowd to while they're not no longer packing out their house that they need to 
to uh, get shit done. Um, they're no longer packing out their house they need to to get shit done. They move to like an off-Broadway house and they still sell tickets and they run for another three, four years. Like some of these shows, like it, it's just some of these shows and even they come back and go off-Broadway just because they have bigger runs or even like the show I was working on um, The Lightning Thief. They actually were off-Broadway then they went on tour then came to Broadway. I think the the most obscure show that I went to was at I think it was uh What's going, going on, on Chief. Brother? It was um at some place called the Producers Club. I think that was the place that I first met. I'm not gonna say his name, but I'll tell you afterwards. But uh, Jimmy. <laughs> you, you know who I'm talking about Oh man Cause yo, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking What yeah. jokes can I make between us To start running down a list of people I know he knew from oh, the shit. The thespian community But um Yeah it was it was one of those theaters that you just went It was like 400 bucks I remember one time I tried to put together like a one man show And but the, the, the finances weren't there Obviously I, you know I'm always Reaching too far but um, apparently you rent the place out for like like four hundred bucks for like five hours or some shit like that, and you just go on stage. And he was doing his poetry shit, and he was selling tickets. He had his interns go to to uh, Times Square and and push that shit like it was a legit show, and he sold tickets that way. So I could see somebody starting off at the producers club, then going to Off Broadway, then making it to to the it's top. It's uh, uh, there's people, man. You have aspirations, man. You can achieve it, man. Um, and you have to know where to start, man. Even start like Hamilton like, was Hamilton on Broadway. No, initially Hamilton started off Broadway, I believe. If I'm not mistaken, either off Broadway or out of town. And even like shows do that, they start out of town. Cause that shit. Now I I see commercials for that shit. I thought that shit was over. Huh? It's still going. Yeah, Hamilton? that shit's still going. I mean, it's closed right now, obviously because of what happened with us, uh, with everything being closed. But uh. But is this is this dude I'm trying to see where it started? Still in the actual? Yeah, it started off Broadway. Is he still in the actual play? Nah, bro, he was in the original cast. That's like yo, that's what happens, bro. And then you have contracts. I don't even think Lin Manuel Miranda's in the show anymore. Um, he was in the commercial. Who? That's Lin his show. He wrote it. He wrote it. He produced it. Like he created it. Like that's all him, bro. Like he's eating off that shit. That shit has other productions already. They have like one in Chicago, one off Broadway, one in like London. I'm seeing. They have. They so this wasn't based tours. on Shakespeare? Huh? No, it's ba he wrote this. Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote this as like All a... All this time, I thought this shit was the, the Shakespeare Hamlet. No, that's Hamlet. Oh, Hamlet. Hamlet, oh, Hamilton. Shit. That's what I thought, too. Originally, wow. I'm like, wow, Hamlet's back in... And I'm like, no, like Hamilton. I just... Yo, it's been... <laughs> how long we been talking oh, about this shit? Oh, man. So, all right. I you mean, guys just witnessed something that you just witnessed. Yeah, I've been thinking it was Hamlet this entire time, bro. No, no, no. Hamilton. It's about uh, Alexander Holy Hamilton. Founding father Alexander Hamilton. Um... God damn, I feel stupid, bro. So good happens to the best I of us. I was like, oh, is this motherfucker's doing Shakespeare? Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> so like, yo, that's crazy. Hamilton. I didn't know that. Yeah, shit. man. Like, that shit. And that shit was fucking, like, I mean, it was it's huge. I can't even say it was huge. It is huge. It's like, sells out every day. Like, you try to get, to try to get tickets to that, bro, like, you got to get lucky either with the lottery, you going on StubHub and getting bent over. Was Lin Manuel Miranda um, famous before this shit, or was this? Like uh, his he was famous before this, but his fame 
grew exponentially as a result. Now he's just he solidified. was already like famous for like being in shit, doing shit. Like he was already a musician, had done other other shit, like worked on Broadway and shit. But this shit moved him. Like there's a song. <clears throat> it was it was like all these different Puerto Rican artists. Did you see, did you hear that shit? Puerto Rico. Lin Manuel's in that. Anthony Ramos is in that shit. Uh, Jennifer Lopez, Mark Anthony, like they got every Spanish artist together to do this shit. That's why when I saw that video, I was like, God damn, this motherfucker solidified now. Like shit. I mean, yo, you didn't see the shit he did last year or the year before that, where he was in Puerto Rico and they dropped it on Columbus Day right before the Spike Lee shit dropped. No, I think Spike shot it. If I'm not mistaken, on somebody else. But where he was uh, talking about uh, like the history of Puerto Rico and he was uh, shitting on Columbus. Was he like on a rooftop? Nah, he might have been. No, no. He was in Puerto Rico. He looked like he was like in front of something maybe. Like, I don't want to say like San Juan or something. I don't know. But he looked like he was in like maybe in front of a fort or some shit. I can't remember. I've seen it once. And he was like, this fucking cocksucker Cristobal Columbus. Like, like he actually called him that. Not Cristobal. He like called him like the actual. Cristobal. Yeah. Cristobal. Yeah. You know that's Chris's real name? Who? Um, my sister's husband. Huh? <laughs> it's Cristobal. No, I didn't know that. Well, you said, and you said, Chris. I'm thinking, rock stars, Chris. Nah, <laughs> I think I was like, I feel that's like that's Christian. something we should have known. Yeah, I was like, I Cristobal. feel like Cristobal. <laughs> I was like, it's in too my close head, to I'm crystal like, ball. <laughs> it's literally spelled like that, like Cristobal. Yeah, but that Lin Manuel, when I heard that song that they all did together, bro, I was just, I, I, you know. There's a hint of jealousy. I was like, shit, I'm Puerto Rican. I should have been in there too. <laughs> I'm like, but, uh, you know, we got a TV show at least. We're working. We're working. We're working we're our working way up, our man. Way there. We're working our way up the ladder. We're working our way up the ladder. Uh, we got to remind everybody that, of course, we're live on 30 Days to Rock. Dot us. Dot US. You guys, this is fall 2020. There's going to be live in studio and mobile broadcasts. And it's going all the way to December 21st. I can't wait to take Merv out. Bro. Yes, I can't wait to get out there with Merv, man.